get online. Or I'll kill him. <laughs> you are listening to Masters Cast. This is Masters Cast, first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 31 for Sunday, May 4th, 2008. Hi, thanks for downloading. I'm John Wilson, as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty, also known as Rainbow Bright. I'm Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. All right, today we have a, a special podcast for episode 31. I'm calling it Theory Cast because I like to steal from the Muggle Cast. <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you. We'll bleep that out. We'll bleep that out because it's funny. Um, no, just don't they say no theory is safe? Isn't that their tagline? Yes. Okay. It's all right, we're calling this theory cast because a lot of new things are popping up with He-Man and we don't know what the heck is going on. Um, so we invited uh, fans to come on and thank goodness I limited this to just a few. Uh, thanks to everyone who did send me a PM. Uh, same to the ones that sent me a PM that they were sad that they could not uh, participate because either A, they said they didn't want their voice to be heard on the podcast <laughs> um, or they didn't have a microphone and, and all that stuff. But uh, So thanks to everyone who wanted to participate. Uh, the lucky few are here, um, so Katie's going to introduce everyone. All right. Hailing from, let's say, Virginia, we've got Hefty Smurf. Hola. A.K.A. Topher. And then, okay, Chris, where are you again? <laughs> Me? I'm, 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 in, I'm in the UK. Yeah, but where are you? narrow it down for us? <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Sussex in the UK. And you go by what on the He-Man board? And I'm He-Fan on the He-Man.org boards. Awesome. And then we've got Mike. Hello. <laughs> um, did I say where, <laughs> who I go by on the He-Man boards? Not the yeah, is that a requirement here? Yes, you have to reveal yourself so that people can PM you and pester you when we're done. Sweet. And say, I hated that you said that. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm also known as Vader SW1 on the He-Man.org boards, and I'm also known as Hefty Smurf 76. But you already knew that. And I'm I'm known as He Fan, but I'd already said that. So why I'm yeah. confusing myself, I have no idea. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, we, 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 we we want to give a shout out to uh, Patrick Fogarty, right? Am I saying it right? I think so, because he sure. was he tried his best to participate. Um, today and his computer i guess it just kept dropping him from our conference but not that this podcast we're actually starting about a, an hour and 20 minutes late uh due to technical difficulties technical difficulties <laughs> which i think we've had for the past three or four episodes pretty much every episode yeah any technology <laughs> all right so basically um everyone feel free to chime in whenever you want because I don't care, and um, your sorry, your opinion is valuable because this is this is getting into the nitty gritty of things. So I guess we should start by telling everyone that Mattel uh, shocked the fandom with um, the debut of a King Grayskull figure, which will be a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Uh, that is kind of a mesh between the new stuff and the classic line. So what what does everyone think about that, the figure? I like it, and I love King Grayskull. Yeah, I'm loving it. Every second of it. I am totally in love with it, and uh, if I could marry an action figure, I would probably want to marry that one. <laughs> uh, wow. 
okay, maybe that's going maybe that's going a little bit overboard, but uh, yeah. I figured you, I figured you would, but hey. <laughs> well, okay, maybe if they do a tealer in a similar style, yeah. No, I think you, I think you're, I think you're probably correct, but uh, no, it's, it's, it's um, yeah, absolutely. Joking aside, absolutely loving it. I think it's, um, I think it, it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Martin, did you give your opinion yet? I, I think I did, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the only one that has a differing opinion. Yes, you're the only Grayskull hater. You and Stratos Maka. Okay, here's here's my opinion on King Grayskull, right? In, oh, God, here we go. We only have a, a little while, John. Just I know, so, I know. Know. Martin, do you still have to leave in like seven minutes? Um, I've got about 20 minutes. Okay, okay, good. Then I'll make this... 15 minutes long. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. I like the figure in theory, as in I like classic-looking figure, modernized. Um, as I, I think I said this on another podcast before, um, uh, old neighbors of mine, they had two uh, kids that were, I don't know, maybe eight and seven or something. When they saw all my He-Man stuff, they gravitated towards the classic stuff. They kind of completely ignored the new stuff. It was like, eh. mm. um, so I think that this is good. I know this is a collector's line though, so it's not aimed towards children, but I still feel that the classic feel, uh, is better. However, I, I don't like the fact that King Grayskull, I guess, is the first figure in the line just for the fact that he's not classic. He's a for lack of a better word, stupid creation from the 2002 uh, mythos. Um, Don't hold anything back, John. That completely, <laughs> and I've had this argument before, that completely just, to me, takes the importance of He-Man and just makes him a carbon copy of someone. That's my problem with King Grayskull. But I like the figure. I think it's a great design. I liked most of the design elements on it. Um, I wouldn't mind if He-Man kind of looked like King Grayskull, I guess. But well, I was going to say, are you forgetting that this is Mattel, the the king and queen of reusing molds? And that's probably why they did King Grayskull was because they could reuse the mold for He-Man. Yeah. And so that's probably why they decided to make that yeah. exclusive was it was easier just to add a couple of things the same way they just added a couple of things when they did Shira to Tila. Yes. And I and I actually agree from a marketing standpoint, if I was working at Mattel, this is perfect, too, because, OK, he still looks like He-Man. So mm -hmm. you're you're giving the, the, the kitties uh, a different uh, a, a new figure, yet it still resembles a figure yeah. that the mass uh, population will sort of recognize. Mm, um, so right. in, in that sense, uh, kudos to marketing. Cause I feel, or whoever, you know, thought up that idea. I don't, I don't disagree with the idea as a fan. I disagree, but as a businessman, excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Mm, yeah. I was okay. just going to come back to something you said there, John, when you said about this being, you know, King Grayskull being the first, figure in the line um, i believe i'm correct in saying and correct me if i'm wrong that he's going to be um an exclusive to the san san diego comic con is yes. that correct yeah but essentially he's the one that's debuting this oh absolutely absolutely yeah. but what i was going to say was because of um his being an exclusive to the to the comic con he's going to be a figure a character that essentially at least we hope is going to be harder to find than the other 
than the other characters or the the the, the, the later characters that are released like with wave one of mm-hmm. um of the toy line how would you feel if you know for the first wave of the of the new toy line that you know it was say he-man that was that was uh, not included there but instead had been uh, an exclusive figure to the san diego comic con you see what they've done with king grayskull that i think is clever is that they've actually taken a character that your die-hard Masters of the Universe fans uh, would like, or at least most of them, John. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, they've, they've, they've taken a character that you that your die-hard fans would like, um, but um, you know they haven't knocked out of you know the 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 first wave or couple of waves of the the new toy line. Um, you know, a, a, a staple character, a standard, uh, you know, a standard character like like He-Man or Skeletor, someone who's going to be really, really desirable to not just hardcore fans, but to hopefully, you know, toy collectors in general. Did that make sense? That makes perfect sense, and I agree 100%, because with uh, like the G.I. Joe line that's out right now, the 25th anniversary line, I'm not a huge fan of G.I. Joe, but I've been picking up the characters that I really want, but I'm not yep. trying to get every single piece, whereas a hardcore fan wants every single piece. And so that's yet yep. another reason you know, to do a character that's a little bit obscure and similar to you know, one that they already have a mold for. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Plus, as well, a character like John rightly says that isn't He-Man, but is mm-hmm. evocative of the look of He-Man, mm-hmm. and thus is kind of and thus is kind of an advertisement for, hey, look, guys, you know, classic, classic-looking Masters of the Universe is coming back, and it'll be in stores soon, and we want you to buy it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Like I said, from a business businessman standpoint, I think that they are really thinking this stuff out now. Unlike mm-hmm. like a couple of years ago. Well, and see, and that's what sort of is upsetting from the the fan base point of view. And I'm not trying to rag on you about this, John, but it's like when people come, you know, t- to the forums and they say, "Oh, why did they pick King Grayskull? Why couldn't they pick someone else? Why couldn't they?" Then it's like, you know, you know, before they announced that there was going to be a line, it's like, why can't they redo a line? So it's like you're not going to please everyone, no matter what you do. And I just really wish the fan base was a little bit more receptive and positive about it, because obviously. Tell us recognizing that hey, the collectors are the where the money is going to be now more so than the kids, and by you know they they literally have said that with this line that that's what this is about, and so you know everyone's complaining that you know oh why did they choose King Grayskull? And it's like why not you know if you don't want King Grayskull, just don't buy it, but you know there's no reason to be upset that they made King Grayskull, you know. Yeah, well, like, Sorry. I, like I said, I'm especially given that it's going to be a not. It, Especially given that it's going to be, a, you know, could be potentially a little bit of a tricky one to actually right. get, you, get your hands off. You no, know, no one says you have to have every single piece either. You know, so yeah, like I, like I said, my complaint is only from a fan perspective. As in personally, mm-hmm. I have always, I mean, it's he's basically my most hated character, and that's why obviously <laughs> I'm going to be biased against it. But like I said, from a businessman perspective, excellent. Okay. Clap, clap, clap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is anyone here going to San Diego this year? I wish. Yeah. <laughs> when is it again? <laughs> <laughs> it's in July. Oh, no, I don't hardly think so unless I've moved out. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, that's why I'm uh, kind of hoping that uh, Mattel is going to find a way to get this figure to the collectors that really want him that can't make it to the con, which is why I'm anti-con exclusives anyway, mm-hmm. especially characters that are uh, original characters, not, you know, repaints or, mm-hmm. you know, variants. Yeah. Well, how much mm-hmm. – how much – do you feel that it would be okay for Mattel to charge if, say, they they held back uh, some of the San Diego stuff and did some type of first come first serve sale on a on a He-Man collector's website? What would be the acceptable price point for a figure? Well, depends on what they're going to charge for it at the con. Uh, I would say, so I I personally, I'd be willing to pay upwards around thirty thirty five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, wow. and that that doesn't include shipping. That's but that's me on a personal mm. level. Mm. It's difficult for I me King to say Grisco, but I don't know if I'm ready to drop thirty five dollars. It's difficult for me. It's difficult for me to say. Being in the in the UK, I mean, it would depend, you know, it, it, on factors such as what international shipping was. Assuming that they would that they would even do it, um, but um, you know, if I were to if I were to get it, I mean, I being in the UK and I'd have to somehow find a find a, a way of, uh, of of getting one over here. You know, I you would be looking at. I'd probably be looking at that sort of sort of money anyway. I think that's what I paid for. For Shira, those those years ago. Mm-hmm. So, well, I have a suggestion. Martin, are you still there? I am indeed. Okay, will you buy us all a King Grayskull figure? <laughs> um, <laughs> me first. Why not? I miss the money buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think, I feel Martin could swing it for us. I think he could if he really put his mind to it and say it. <laughs> I think that Mattel should send us the participants in this podcast a free king. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all about that, but did uh, Mattel just mute him? I think they did. <laughs> <laughs> the powers of Grayskull did not like that line, Topher. <laughs> I'm sorry, but seriously, I mean, you know, they should send us a free king Grayskull. Yeah, absolutely. If they send me a free one, I will promise to make him my second most disliked character. Or you could just <laughs> give him to me since you don't like him. Oh, I would. I, I still <laughs> like I the figure. Like I said, I like the design. I mean, I would love <laughs> it if he was originally in the classic mythos. You know. Now, how do we decide? You would like him in the classic mythos? Like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't hate him because I would be used to him. That was just oh, such oh, a, okay. you know I what, what you're mean? saying. I thought yeah. you were saying just have somebody write him into it. Okay. Yeah, no, I, mean, <laughs> I, I might have still not really liked him that much, but I at least have would have had, you know, well, 82, 20 some <laughs> years of, you know, accepting him. <laughs> what were you going to say, Katie? I was yeah, just sorry. wondering how they got the rights to create a King Grayskull figure because there wasn't one made with the Mike Young Productions line, was there? No, but it's because he was originally created for the Mike Young show, so Mattel would own the rights to that. Okay, gotcha. That whole thing confused me when it started getting involved with like uh, She-Ra and the old, the old original uh, well, cartoon, the New Adventures, and yeah, and it does yeah. seem it does seem like they are thinking about something. I mean, one of the figures they they specifically mentioned a character that they were you know looking at, which was Force Captain Adora. Now I know technically I guess they had yep. an Adora figure since it was didn't the Shira figure kind of say Princess Adora turns into Shira like it was supposed to be both Princess Adora and Shira in the same figure? Yeah, and you just take you just take the uh, the the headpiece yeah off and the, like the, turn it around yeah. and she's Shira. 
Um, yeah. So maybe that's how they're getting around that one. But if they are, I mean, do we? Wh- how do we feel if they're going to make this line, but they absolutely cannot obtain rights to such, you know, uh, people like Shadow Weaver or something if they have a Hordak? Uh, well, it's only it's only the same situation we've always been in because we've always had a Hordak figure in the classic line, but never a Shadow Weaver. So mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it's. Um, it's it's a lost opportunity, um, but I mean, from a business from a business standpoint, I can understand why Mattel certainly would not initially want to, um, you know, plonk the money down to entertainment rights to to um, try and um, to try and get the rights to a character like Shadow Weaver at this stage because they're going to want to see how well or not a Masters of the Universe Classics line will actually sell before they want to be. You know, with with characters that they already own the copyright to, and they can make pure money on, rather than having to, you know, license, you know, create figures of characters that they have to license from a from another source. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there might be a way around that. You know, they somebody on the boards had recommended, you know, taking uh, like uh, uh, one of uh, Hordak's uh, cloaked, I guess, uh, wizards or whatever you want to call it, and, and put produce that as a figure in the line and you could kind of do that as your as your shadow weaver because they resemble shadow weaver quite a bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of in the same respect that they did with uh, uh battle fist I, I would imagine that it was a a problem with uh, having the name fisto so they changed the name battle fist i mean kind of in the same respect yeah mm. i wouldn't mind but i don't want I don't want a male shadow weaver. I want the female shadow weaver. Yeah, but I mean, it can look. I would love to have one of the male shadow weavers, but you know. Well, Eh. and one thing I want to get to before Martin has to leave us. um, Oops, sorry. Uh, Martin has to leave us. Why do I keep doing that? Leave us early. Someone's (laughs) hitting the bottle. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's my it's my Mountain Dew. Um, Uh Okay, so actually, I'm throwing back shots right now. Um, before Martin has to go, I want a positive reaction because I don't know if the rest of you will be positive about this. But Mattel is looking at incorporating characters from the new adventures of He-Man into this line. So I want to know which ones, since Martin's the big new adventures fan, which which characters he would like to see first and why. Um, I was indeed very pleased about that. Um, the first new 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 adventures things I think we'd ever have gotten in about 20 years yeah so that was nice but um i'd love to see them do a slush head or an optic oh slush head would be cool yeah slush head was yeah. my first choice as well you know I, as long if as they, they do did, the water yeah as long as they did figures that weren't like he-man and skeletor variants uh, like their new adventures variants i'd be all about like the original characters from the show mm-hmm. that'd be killer Mm. I would yeah. I would pay thirty five dollars for a Master Sebrian figure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I seriously would. I would over a King Grayskull. I would. I would pay thirty five for Amara. I'll say that, but I, I don't know just... about Master Sebrian. <laughs> <laughs> I, Can they uh, do characters from the cartoon? Do I, we know? That's a good question because uh, if Entertainment Rights does own the cartoon New Adventures of He Man, I don't know if they own the rights to those characters. So that that one's never really been explored. We just know about the the mm-hmm. filmation cartoons. I would think I would think that it ought to follow because yeah. Entertainment Rights own the rights to New Adventures of He Man 
um, by some bizarre twist of fate, because obviously it wasn't a filmation production. Exactly, but somehow, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I would have thought that the problems they would encounter if they wanted to make, like, um, you know, a, a, a Katrina figure or a Shadow Weaver figure would apply mm -hmm. equally if they wanted to make a, a, a Mara or a Master Sebrian or... A, or, or even the scientists. I mean, how cool would that be? Figures of the scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put them it on was my nice how they, uh... Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead, Martin. Um, it was nice how they said they'd like, incorporate all the different elements of Masters of the Universe, like mm -hmm. the new Mike Young show and the mini-comics and things. Mm. Mm. Now... Yeah, definitely. Sorry, John, you first. I was just going to say, King Grayskull is going to come in some type of elaborate um, clamshell packaging that uh, unfolds to look like, I guess, like a cardboard-type Castle Grayskull. Now, we don't know if this is just for the San Diego exclusive or all the figures are going to be like this, but we would we prefer the figures to all come in some type of weird, for back of a, lack of a better term, packaging, or would we rather the price come down maybe a little bit? They put it on a card... Uh, a card type deal and maybe include a mini comic instead of this elaborate packaging. You know, I would rather have a mini comic because I rip those suckers out of the plastic prison. So <laughs> I don't care about the packaging at all. I mean, the, you know, I, I, I somebody on the board said something about retro packaging mm -hmm. and uh, I'm all about the retro packaging, but I would love to have like a resealable clamshell plastic around it. That way, if you want to open up your figures and display them and then put them back and display a different set of figures, depending on how much room you have, I'd love to see something like that. I, I think uh, the DC line through Mattel has, has that, if I'm not mistaken, or the Marvel Legends. Does anybody know? Um I don't know if they're resealable. I'm, I'd be surprised to hear that. I would love that. That would be. Yeah. I would pay extra money for that. Exactly. That was my thought. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Now, I like that. That's a good idea. Mm. Are you listening, Mattel? <laughs> well, if you notice, they did not uh, drop our audio during that conversation. <laughs> uh. Well, do do we want these figures to be available in a store, or do we want them to be online only? Yes, please, God, let them be available in the store. I'll even pay the you know ten or fifteen or twenty dollars a figure, and I balk at Marvel Legends prices, but I would pay that much money for the figures, and especially if they had like a build a figure um, edition on it. Like, wouldn't it be cool to get a build a figure um, Granamir or something like that? That would I would I would definitely drop twenty dollars per figure for something like that. I mean, my only my only concern about build a figure is as long as the the case ratios are you know are, are even it would be it would be a horrible thing to have like a Granomir that was missing his left leg and his left leg was with Teela or something that no nobody can find mm -hmm. <laughs> you know that would be my that would be my only worry about that but yeah no I mean I well, uh, didn't they say they were improving the case ratio so that kind of well, problem wouldn't exist they said that last year when we asked them at the con but I don't see any difference in the lines like. Justice League Unlimited. Well, I mean, they have gotten a little bit better, but there still is like Batman and Superman everywhere you go with those. And I would, I would still have a lot of concerns with case ratios. Yeah, I've, and are they doing the Batman, the new Batman movie toys? I think we mentioned this while I was talking with someone else this later. And as I saw a lot of Batman variants, maybe not as many as there used to be, but that was, was me still. you were talking to, yeah. and yes. <laughs> 
Well, I was going to ask, I mean, those those lines aren't specifically geared towards collectors, though, I, like this line is going to be, you know, so mm-hmm. what would keep them from making it like the old days when you could walk down a toy toy store aisle and see every figure imaginable out there and you just pick up the ones you want? Mm-hmm. Well, so right. none, none of us, uh, I don't, but and so no one else has the Marvel or DC Legends toys. Do they have better case ratios? Um, Marvel Legends actually are really good on the case ratios, other than um, like the chase figures. Mm-hmm. I don't collect them anymore, but I did collect like the first um, one or two waves of the Hasbro ones. Mm-hmm. But actually, those are sort of shelf or um, yeah, peg warmers right now. Okay. But but it's actually nice to see a female figure being a peg warmer for once. You know, it's <laughs> like oh, maybe they're right about kids not wanting the female figures. <laughs> but um, Shh, I don't tell them that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I never had any problem like um, getting the the one the ones that were out in the stores. It was more you know getting the backlog of ones that I needed when I wasn't collecting them. Mm-hmm. So they have gotten better with the case ratios. But that's Hasbro, mm-hmm. and um, but actually, um, not to go completely off topic, but Hasbro is guilty of the same thing. They kind of do that. God, here we go with uh, their My Little Pony stuff. They have what's called a core seven, and they keep releasing the same characters over and over again, but in different poses and different col- like outfits. And so, I, you know, I don't, you know, in some aspects, I see the case ratios getting better, but in other ones, it's like if they're gearing it towards kids, I definitely don't see them getting it better. So, thankfully, the so far, it sounds like this is mostly geared towards collectors, and therefore, I really do think that they're going to improve on the case ratios. Well, one thing, too, I was thinking is if they did say say they were Target exclusive, and mm-hmm. but we could also have a website where maybe we are, you're paying for basically a fan club membership or something, and then you can also order them on the website, and maybe they're more expensive on the website, which could actually help uh, subsidize the cost of Target stocking them on their shelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. That would be kind of nice, you know. And I actually was kind of hoping that they might gear it towards, you know, uh, collectible shops like uh, comic book shops. I've got a buddy that owns a comic book shop, and uh, you know, they, it would be nice to see more people go in there to pick those kinds of items up from a mom and pop comic book shop rather than go to a Walmart or a place like that to pick up those toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus, the comic book shops would have more of your core audience, I would assume. Exactly. See, I'm cheap. I'd be picking them up at Walmart or Target. In fact, I go to Target every day. I want to see them at Target. <laughs> if they're anywhere, I want to see them at Target. Yeah, I would prefer Target over Walmart just because, I I mean, Walmart is pretty picky at price points. They won't mm-hmm. stock your thing unless it's a certain – you can do this, you can do that. You know, I think Target's a bit more lenient. Well, and the other thing that's really great about Target and um, Toys R Us and and stores like that is that they're – well, not so much Target, but Toys R Us and KB are trying to, you know, bring business in. And so they'll do exclusives, and Mm -hmm. I think that would be cool too. I mean even though we've sort of been anti-exclusive, you know, talk on here, I really do think that would be cool if, you know, if there was like a Target exclusive um, Tila um, in green goddess colors or something like that. You know, I would totally be down for that. Yeah, and look how look how long it took us to even think of Toys R Us. Yeah, and same thing. I mean, they have exclusives all the times with um, action figure lines. I think they even have like a um, 
a couple uh, Mattel exclusives, if I could recall correctly. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I think that would be so much better than it only being available online. And I'm not opposed to supporting the mom and pop shops, but they are also usually a little bit or quite a bit more expensive. Like if you paid, you know, $15 for it in Target, you can certainly expect to pay 25 or 30 for it in a comic book shop. Well, I so. don't disagree with that. I mean, I, I guess I, I don't know if it works like this in every comic book shop, but uh, the shop local to me where that my buddy owns, he offers you to be able to order directly out of like uh, the Diamond Distributor catalog, and he'll, he'll sell it to you at price. Oh, well, so that's he cool. Won't, he won't mark it up. Uh, real quick, before we start on something else, it's time for Martin to leave. Aww. So you want to say bye to Martin? Uh, hey, real bye, quick, Martin. before you we leave, I wanted to already. tell you, you made my year. I did? <laughs> yes, you did, because one of your remarks is going to be on my signature on the board here, uh, here before long, uh, that you made in the last podcast about man-at-arms uh, technology uh, being fueled by his own arrogance. That is the beautiful <laughs> line I've ever heard, dude. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad it's signature-worthy. <laughs> I'm very happy. <laughs> All right, Martin has to go off party. That's why I know he's going to go party. party, Martin. Go party. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, so where were we? Uh, we were waiting for Martin to log off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to wait for him to leave, and we can't talk about him. No. I'm exactly. Just I'm just kidding. I'm just. Kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. No, Wasn't I'm not. it you earlier who said you were trying to hit him in his lower region for being late? <laughs> I never use that terminology. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. He's gone. You see, you've offended him. You've offended him. <laughs> He's signed off. Uh, okay, so well, let's flip back. We discussed the new adventures figures we want to see. How about She-Ra figures we want to see that we know possibly could be produced? Oh, How about God. all of them? Yes, yes exactly. Question. That's actually one of the things that sort of upsets me about um, them rebooting. On, I mean, I'm so glad it's being rebooted, but it's like you know, we still didn't, we still have not gone through all the characters in the Masters line, let alone starting up on the Princess of Power line. But you know. Do you think that the collectors are going to be interested in getting all those female characters? I, I, I hope so, but I, I'm you know concerned that they're not. I think it depends on which characters are yeah. released. Yeah. Well, and I also think it depends on how you market it. You know, if you're if you're going to market it to your collector base, you know, I, I don't know that you want to. If I if memory serves, you know, you could actually comb out their hair and stuff like that. I don't know yeah. if you want to do that with a collector base line, you know, because I don't know that they're going to sell that way. You want to make sure that you're still targeting the same demographic you were before. You don't want to turn them off. Right. I agree. Yeah, it would be good if they all had the same kind of package. Like, don't turn the Princess of Power packages pink and purple, like the old school. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely have them all the same size. No yes. more of this little She-Ra, big He-Man. Yes. Make right. them all compatible yes Yes. well definitely the thing that you that strikes me as odd and um when i'm talking to like fellow shira fans it's it kind of gets frustrating because mattel is doing all this stuff with the barbie line like they have um this butterfly um character and it looks just like florina and then last year they had a peacock character and it looked like peekaboo i saw that and it's like you're already doing this you know you're basically stealing the ideas from pop and it's like 
I almost wish that they would do something separate with with the Shira stuff, and you know I'd be fine with a Barbie. I'll, I've always said I'll take Shira any way I can get her, but really I would be fine with a Barbie line. And I sort of wish that they would do it separate because Shira to me isn't Shira if her hair isn't brushable or if she isn't like an action figure slash doll. Well, and see, I can't see them doing that in in the type of line that they're planning. But here. I think that. With collectors, if they action figureize She-Ra more than she was in the 80s, that it'll be mm-hmm. very popular. With you know, I think the the collectors will buy She-Ra, Force Captain Adora, a bow that's perhaps butched up a little more. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want my bow butched up. Uh, but but if you think about this, if you think about this. <laughs> That's going in my signature. <laughs> if, 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 oh, please do, Katie. That would be so great. If the Shira figures sell very well, it could wake up Mattel to see the potential in it, and perhaps you would get a, maybe a He-Man and Shira Barbie or something like that. I don't know if I'd want to see Ken as He-Man. <laughs> I don't know if I'd get that far. Uh, I mean, I mean, and that's not to say I wouldn't buy or enjoy if they did do the action figure form of the pop characters. But I really just wish that that you know, more than anything, I wish to God that they would do a classic re-release like they did with the Masters line, so I could get a freaking Spinnerella. You know, yeah, but you know, I don't care if she's a reissue. The reissues, though, if you think about it, that was nice. But I don't think you'd want a reissue of Spinnerella. That takes away her uniqueness that takes away the hunt that takes away the appeal of i am seriously okay with taking away from the appeal on the hunt of a twelve hundred (laughs) dollar action figure i'm sorry language i am not dropping (laughs) now i have to edit this so far i didn't have to edit this at all (laughs) oh why don't you (laughs) about it i'm sorry i'm I'm right i gotta write down the time 37 minutes in is whenever remember that twelve hundred dollars for an action figure and we're talking out of package i mean that's just a little ridiculous i am perfectly fine with that price being knocked down to 600 because she becomes less you know i mean the originals will still be worth quite a bit you have to think about when they re-released the He-Man ones, they didn't re-release like Scareglow. They didn't re-release Ninjor. They didn't well, release the true. ones that were expensive. They re-released the first two waves or something like that. But there aren't as many pop figures as there were. True, and Master. if you have to think about it, because there isn't as many, they'd probably their re-release would be like half the size of what they did for He-Man. Uh, I don't know. I'm just telling. I just. just you know. I think there's a warehouse somewhere with like 80 boxes of Spinnerellas that they just never got around to release. One day they'll show up in the store. But anyway, I digress as usual. All right. So- it did. Uh, it, it did actually. Can I just interject yes, and say yes. with uh, it, it's totally off topic. And jo- John, there's another swear word coming up here. For, at least in your vocabulary, they did. Uh, that did actually happen with the rarest Thundercats figures. They did actually turn up. The rarest Thundercats figures did actually turn up in budget stores in the in the. I think it was the late 1990s, selling for like one one ninety nine each or something like oh something my like that. God. And then they and then they turn up on eBay and go for like seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm still waiting for the naughty word. That was, was the it naughty word. Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> it went right over my head too. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> but no, I mean that happened with some of the Masters figures. Like I know, I personally, when I got my King Randor figure, which I got mint on card for about 
35 or 40 dollars like c9 i'm talking crisp because mm. someone i knew found it was a case of like king randor figures mm. wow yeah but um now okay so figures are coming out we're happy do here's the this is the big debate that i love talking about if they decide to do some type of cartoon or a direct to dvd type animated movie do you want it to be a a continuation of the Mike Young show, such as a finale? Or do you want it be based on the new figures, new designs, you know, new animation, new perhaps voice actors, mm. etc.? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'd like a continuation of MYP. I'm a huge MYP fan. I like MYP better than Filmation. I know that's <gasps> blasphemy. <gasps> I know, but I do. Okay, I we're just, just going to hang up on Topher right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I was able to converse with a lot of people that worked on the Mike Young show. They were mm-hmm. awesome. I enjoyed the Mike Young show when it was on. I had my issues that I like to argue about it, such as the transformation sequence. But overall, I still feel that the classic, especially when you add She-Ra into it, is just above the Mike Young show, but but continue. Well, I didn't say I liked Shira better than Mike, or um, Mike Young better than Shira, but I liked Mike <laughs> better than Filmation He-Man. I, uh, I'll say that. So, there is a difference, but I really, I just remember getting goosebumps, like, uh, when they showed the first episode with the sword fight between Skeletor and He-Man, and you could hear yeah. the clinging and the choreography on that i mean the effort that went into that just amazed mm-hmm. me and i mm-hmm. you know and it's what got me back into cartoon mm-hmm. i hadn't thought of he-man well, since 1987 and you, you know? know well see that could be the problem with me because i was kind of just consistent since uh-huh. it came out but i wanted to say that i'm sure mike young is actually glad that you mentioned that the whole fight choreography because gary hartle specifically who was one of the directors on the show specifically mm-hmm. told me that they tried to give everyone a unique fighting style uh-huh. um, so i'm glad that you know i'm sure they're glad that people did pick up on that yeah yeah you know, the only way i, I want a, a continuation of the mike young show by the way is if larry detilio writes it if they allow larry detilio to write oh. it i would be all about it Somebody else with a <laughs> for Larry Detilio. I thought you were the only language. <laughs> Forty-two minutes. I gotta delete something. You can't say that. Come on. Would He-Man say <laughs> no? But it depends, he would. It Don't be so an orco man at arms. Oh, it depends in what context. But yeah, you just yeah, you beat me to it. Fine. <laughs> Larry Dottilio can do no wrong. We already know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, which you know, that's why it really ticked me off on the Mike Young show when he kept getting interrupted on the commentary tracks. <clears throat> um anyway no i'm sorry i don't mean to complain okay so, yeah, so okay I think they did a really i think they did a good enough job with the mike young production show that they could continue it and it would be awesome okay, i don't yeah. think it necessarily needs a remake yeah but but my problem with that is is the figures look different um mm. That's it's true. like the Mike Young show ended how many years ago? This is we're just beating a dead horse. Don't get me wrong. I would like a continuation too. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't feel it's the proper marketing vehicle for a, a, a classic line because you're, you're basically again we're trying to reboot He-Man. We're not trying to continue the 2002 line. Yeah. Well, but- 
But at the same well, time, they're the, sort of making so many nods to it that it makes you think. I honestly don't think that there poss- there's a great possibility for a show there because you don't see really a new G.I. Joe show with the with those re-releases. There aren't, you know, um, again, to the My Little Ponies, there isn't a new My Little Ponies. I mean, granted, true, they do direct. Aren't but, there, I mean, aren't, have they said that there's a good possibility for this? Or is this no, I really... Think, I think it's more fan speculation, but the thing is, is I'm sure it does not G.I. G.I. Joe has had direct-to-DVD videos. And they also have a movie coming around. Yeah, I mean, which could uh, help. Live and, action, yeah, that's true. I mean, true. obviously, if the He-Man movie happens, then we're going to probably get everything we want, even if it sucks. Right. <laughs> I want that Lubick figure, by the way. <laughs> I, I was I was just going to say, guys, I mean, there's – in terms of would we want a continuation of the – Mike Young production show, would we want something different in that's more um, in keeping with the look of the um, classics line? It, in theory, just to throw something totally different out there, what do you, what would you guys think about um, – because I haven't got a strong opinion one way or the other, which is why I'm interested in what you guys think – about having something that was a a sort of gentle continuation, a kind of a continuation for from the Mike Young show in the same way that something like um, um, Superman Doomsday, I believe it was called, the director video release, is like a, a sort of continuation from the Superman the Animated Series. What would you guys think about having a show that was a continuation um, or sort of loose continuation from the Mike Young production show, but that used slightly tweaked, modified character designs more in the style of the Masters of the Universe classics figures. Well, what do you well are you saying then too? So it wouldn't be a finale, and Prob- it, it probably would, probably not. No, it would fit in with the mythos of Mike Young, but not necessarily the classic. Uh, yeah, basically, okay. basically, it would kind of fit in. It would kind of fit in. Put it this way: it would not jar with the mythos of the, the Mike Young productions. There would be nothing that there would be nothing that was, you know, blatantly contradictory or out of place from that. But that kind of had the tweaked character designs, um, tweaked character designs uh, to reflect more the look of the the classics figures. And you know, Doomsday had different voice actors. So yes, if that yeah. happens and we don't have Cam Clark as He Man, I would be more open to that than a finale for Mike Young. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's a fantastic idea. I like Cam Clark (laughs) the same way you like Larry (laughs) Dettilia. I think there's a slight difference there, but um, I like him as Prince Adam. I just did not like his He-Man voice at all. 100%. I agree with that. 100%. 100%. I agree. I am hanging up now instead of you hanging up on me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, when he would say i have the power it's like he was singing it or something it was i it was, have the power i yeah. thought that was cool no like john Irwin's and gary chalks way mm. better mm. i'd even take dolph lundgren's oh no no, no, no. <laughs> john there i have to stop you i'm afraid i'm i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> what if they get Dolph to reprise his role? He can be the voice of E Man. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool, I think. 
<laughs> I mean, is there voice actors out there right now that you would prefer, John, as He-Man? As He-Man? Um, yeah, not, that's a good question. Not particularly, but I'm sure there has to be someone that's, that could do it better than Cam Clark. Bring him back on for Prince Adam. I'm fine with that. But give maybe some fresh blood. Like, I had never heard what's his name that did Skeletor and Mike Young, but I thought he was excellent. Either Brian or Paul Dobson, one of them. Who did King Randor's voice on NYP? Uh, Michael Donovan. You know, he wouldn't be a bad voice for He-Man, I don't think. Um, yeah, actually, he probably would have worked better than Cam Clark. <laughs> I I would be fine with Gary Chalk voicing him again, to tell you the truth. Yep, yep. I, would I think he made he a better Man-at-Arms, personally. No, I, I agree. He was excellent as Man-at-Arms. Okay as He-Man. You know, but I would still prefer him over, over Cam Clark. I'm being quiet in protest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now everyone's everyone's shaking their iPods, going, "It's frozen. It's not working." Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of my protest. Uh, see, see, protesting does work. <laughs> Well, there's no one – does anyone else have a suggestion for a voice of He-Man? I'm not really familiar with – I don't really watch any cartoons besides He-Man. Oh, well, I have one. Okay. Cam Clark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want Cam Clark to voice He-Man, then I'm going to get – um, Hillary Duff to voice Shira. Oh my God! Please don't. 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 Please I mean, I know they couldn't get him, but somebody like Vin Diesel would be cool for a voice for him. Yeah, but his acting career has gone nowhere. They might be able to get him. His acting career is kind of dead right now, isn't it? Mm, pretty much, yeah. For the Rock, I can't really remember what his voice sounds like. So, Vin Diesel, yeah, for the Rock. Um, I know what the Rock sounds like. I don't know what Vin Diesel sounds. Vin like. Diesel is like, um, is he like, I am Vin Diesel. Yeah, basically, really deep. Actually, he'd probably be a good Beast Man. Come to think of it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Diesel cast. <laughs> no, I think we should totally get Peter Cullen. We'd Peter never, Cullen would be awesome. I would be all be able about to Peter Cullen. Him, but as as He Man, that would be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, I who's Peter sure Cullen? He, he voiced Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and he did the Mike Young He Man trailer commercial. A sword will choose its master. And didn't he also do a load of um, the Masters of the Universe toy commercials back in the eighties as well? Like yeah, voiceovers actually, for those. Ah, uh, he might have. And he's he just got one of the coolest voices in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Actually, if that would really tick off Transformers fans, then I'd be all for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's always an agenda with you, isn't it, John? It is, since, you know, I, <laughs> hey, I gave it another shot. I bought the Transformers movie, not the live action one. That one was okay, but um, the animated one, I bought it again, and I watched again. it, and I don't like it. Oh, ouch. Sorry. Oh, ow. Ow. I love oh, Secret ow. of the Sword, though. It's awesome. And the Christmas special. <laughs> okay, you like the Christmas special better than Transformers the movie? Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. We play at our, Christmas, at, at our Christmas 
party, whatever, family Christmas party, we we play, you know, the, um, the MP3s, all the Christmas songs on shuffle. And I make sure mm-hmm. I have Bo's little Christmas song in there. <laughs> what is that one? You know, I forget. Like, love and care. Right? Was it? How's it go? Peace Happiness. Christmas season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the lyrics. Uh, well, you should. If yeah. You like it so much. <laughs> you know, I bet, I bet, I bet. Bo Perfuma. Yeah, I'll, although you won't be able to hear it if I play it. You know, where's Wayne Brady when we need him? You know, John's forgetting the lyrics here. Wow. <laughs> I'm deleting that part, too. Let's see. No, you're not. 50, 52 minutes in, there's the delete. I'll re-record it for you. If, if you delete it, then I'm going to cuss again in approximately five minutes. <laughs> Katie was supposed to redo that song. Like I thought we did. Or wait. No, no we didn't. Something the orchestra song. The, la 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 <laughs> No, no, we were supposed no, to do the I horn of evil. The horn of evil. Light and dance, I don't know the, the words, horn but of it was evil. Oh, yeah. the horn of yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that song. It's the Horn of Evil too, song. Not a- it's playing right now, but you can't hear it. But it'll be in the podcast. <laughs> nice. The trees have turned, have turned friendly. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of the most ridiculous lines out of anything. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you take it out of context. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know that that reminds I me though. There's another outtake there, John. There's another there's another thing you need to delete what? there. I totally missed it. Uh, uh, <laughs> if John, if Chris, no. I, it's hard for me to hear over the Horn of Evil song. <laughs> if you didn't if you didn't get it, John, I won't explain it to you. It's probably better. That you're in, it's probably better that your innocence is preserved, my friend. <laughs> Well, you know, oh, wow. I'm just going to rewind and listen to it later. <laughs> oh. I'm going to write that down too. 54 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. 54 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, I-, I just like to throw this out there. I really hope if they do a direct t- to movie thing, I want a theme song with lyrics like Pokemon. Yeah. Has. Why? The original didn't have lyrics. I don't care. I want lyrics. Why? Because I want to sit in the car with my windows down and sing along. <laughs> but you... Okay. Well, you know, if they redid the, the Shira, the one from the end of Shira, you know, the um, somewhere out there, something, that one. Yeah, but, I have the power. Yeah. Yeah. I totally would be down with that or something similar to that. They should get Erica Scheimer to write it. They could get her to write it, sing it. They could get that old, the other dude, too. No, no. Heathcliff, dude. Yeah, he sings the Heathcliff song, too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Heathcliff, no one should. Yeah, that one. 
He By the does. way, that's one of the best theme songs ever. It is, that. actually. I did not like the show, but the theme song was awesome. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could play the Heathcliff theme song for everyone. I don't know if they'd appreciate that, though. <laughs> Should I, I, do, you have the, do you have the copyright for it? <laughs> no, but it's playing underneath us talking. I don't think anyone's going to care, but I could always delete it from the episode later if they sent me an email. Next yeah. week, you'll get an email from... <laughs> Or deke, <laughs> deke, whatever it is. Deke. deke. I always. I'm sorry, but it's deke. because when I was a kid, at the end of the show, they were like, deke. or however. No, they said deke. No, they said deke. deke. I think this is gonna have to be deleted too. Well, it has been five minutes. Yeah. You know, you're saying that over Erica Scheimer singing. I guess I'll switch to Heathcliff because you know. Wow. It would be nice if we could all hear this, John. Well, you will if you download Masterscast at www.masterscast.com or subscribe to us in the iTunes store for completely free. I'm not that much of a narcissist that I need to listen to myself. Um, yeah, you should always download every episode, regardless if you're in it or not. <laughs> okay. Okay, I can't talk over Heathcliff anymore, so I need to stop that. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, so, wait, hold on. We should probably get back on topic. Yes, but I think we're going to wrap it up now. So do we have any other final thoughts about what's going to happen? Uh, we'll start with uh, Mike. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I just I'm, – I'm hoping that they're going to do it right this time. It seems like they're on the right path for that. You know, I'm, I'm going to be – I'll buy anything they put out anyway regardless if it's Chase, if it's, <laughs> a, if it's a con exclusive. I will find my way to it. You know, I just hope they do it right this time. Uh, uh, good. Uh, Chris? Um, yeah, I'm just really excited for the, for the future. I think that you know, Masters of the Universe fans are uh, some of the luckiest fans in the world right now because you know, I've said I said this on on, on a, the forums a few days ago. You know, unfortunately, and this is not what I would like to be the case, but what I think is the case. You know, He-Man hasn't got the quite the following that something like Marvel or DC or Star Wars. Um, you know, has has got, or even or even Transformers really has got. But we're going to be getting, hopefully anyway, if this line is a success, we're going to be getting, you know, characters that you know fans of of those lines and the sort of level of obscurity, if you like, or fan desirability, if you like, that uh, that fans of those uh, that those lines would uh, would be getting. So it's um, it's a very it's a very exciting time, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it very much. Topher. Um, yeah, uh, I think everybody pretty much said everything there is to say. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I agree with Chris on the, uh, not quite as popular as the J.I. Joe folks. I mean, I know that's, that, um, it's been around since, uh, the sixties, but it wasn't, it didn't hit like a peak of popularity till the eighties line and He-Man was first. So I sort of think that the potential is there. And I think that's why Mattel is tapping it is because they saw what happened with, yeah. um, the G.I. Joe collectors line. Well, I, I, and, I didn't, I didn't actually mention G.I. Joe. I said, I, said oh, I thought you said G.I. Joe. No, I said Marvel or DC oh. or Star Wars, but in my terms, apologies. If you, no problem. If if you're saying if you're talking about GI Joe, I mean I agree with you. I think the potential is there for it to be definitely um, in the same in the same bracket as uh, as that. So in in that respect, I would I would definitely agree with you. Actually, 
Yeah, and then, I mean, that's yet another reason that I think it would do great at mass market. But I, I do have concerns in terms of, like, I think the reason, part of the reason the G.I. Joe line is doing so great at mass market is the, the selling point. I mean, you can get those figures for $6. That's, you know, not much more than you paid for them in the 80s. I think that the Masters line, even though it's, you know, four collectors would do extremely well if they put it at a price point low enough that, you know, it's not – yeah. hard you know to get you know many figures and yeah, yeah. i mean because the thing that they have uh, that mattel has going on with the justice league unlimited figures that's another great deal is you get three figures for 10 bucks you know and i mean i'm not saying mattel needs to do that with the masters line but i do think that um you know if they have a lower selling point it's going to do really well so i'm keeping my fingers crossed yeah katie I'm just stinking excited that they're even considering it. And now that they've announced it, I mean, it's obviously going to happen, but I just think it's freaking awesome. Um, especially that they are going to touch on all the different, um, what's the word? Uh, all the different stages of He-Man, yeah. all the different shows, um, instead of just picking one or the other, because there's so many figures that I'm missing from the classic lines. And I'm just, I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm more of a Rainbow Bright collector than I am a He-Man collector, even though I adore He-Man and She-Ra, um, the shows. Um, and when even when the Mike Young Productions show came out and the figures, I was just not at a point where I could spend a lot of money on figures. But now, um, and I think a lot of the fans, I would say, are in a more stable adult stage of their life right now <laughs> where they could go and get the complete line um, without it being too much of a hardship. So I think this is a great time for them to be doing it. And I'm really looking forward to trying to get the whole thing personally. Amen. <laughs> and you shouldn't accuse uh, John Callis of being a stable adult. So he, he will find that very... <laughs> 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 he, he, will find that, he will find that very insulting but i know trust me <laughs> and another thought i just had um you know a good many of the members on, on the heman.org forums now even have children so this would be a good time to introduce them to a new line as well i'm sure they would love it i'm not talking no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Um, all right. So I think this went pretty well, uh, despite it taking an hour and 20 minutes to start recording because of me. <laughs> and I say that every episode because it's always my fault. Um, <laughs> we love you anyway. Yeah. But um, so on behalf of myself, uh, Martin, who's had to leave early, and Katie, we want to thank Chris Topher and Mike for participating. Again, uh, thanks to everyone who did send me a PM. Sorry that not everyone got to participate or sorry that you did not want to hear your voice. Although I don't know why. I'm sure your voice <laughs> is fine. We don't judge. Even if you sound like Mighty Mouse or something. It's okay. Um, so thanks again for listening. And we're going to say good journey on the count of three. One, two, three. Good, good journey. journey. Ah, Martin's there. Hello. Hello. Ah. Martin! <laughs> hey, did, hey, Martin. Did you, get my, did you get my 30 text messages? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly sorry for my lateness. That's all right. I was cursing you earlier, but now that you're here, I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't I'm say glad, anything. I'm glad to say. see you don't change, John. I'm glad to see your personality remains consistent throughout. <laughs> <laughs> 
that doesn't help us now, does it? No, it does not. And by the time I figured that out, it was too... I mean, I live two minutes away, but, you know, I'd have to go up to the office and unlock it and And get dressed. (laughs) Because, of course, he's conducting this at the moment completely naked, of course. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I I had to turn my webcam off. You know, y'all might Turn it back on. We want to see. We want to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's two ninety nine for the first minute. Eight dollars each additional. <laughs> you want my credit card number? <laughs> I'm just not I guess I'm gonna have to put this in the blooper section. <laughs> oh, you're recording you already? You. Yeah, it records from the right when you start the start the call. Hey. I'm glad I didn't swear. Yeah, me too. For <laughs> <laughs> <Fake>. sake. <laughs>